Welcome to the center of Death Valley! This is John. I'm Dave. And we are continuing the Cicada Core. So, one of our best hits. Yeah, it's definitely one of the most popular songs we have. <laughs> Amy is shaking her head from inside the, the recording booth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, of course, this is a roadside chat. Of Always. Uh, the, 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 sound, the, sounds, <laughs> the sounds of cars are, are added in after the fact. This is the Devil's Advocates Legally Distinct Podcast. Variety show. Talk core, cicada core, metal band. We're covering too many bases at this point. No, we're just covering all of our bases. Our, our intro gets longer every time. No, I think it's hit, hit the maximum. You think? Yeah, I think, we'll probably, think... I think we'll probably go back to the old one. Oh, yeah? Forget about all of this. <laughs> at some point. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm really enjoying this musical phase of ours. Cicada Core is really good because, you know, that's something that only comes around, like, once... Every four years at most. Yeah. I found a cicada husk the other today actually. They showing up now. I had a big ass beetle in my uh, cactus circle last night and I killed it. And this morning I went to check on it to see where it was. Gone. You know what's funny? That happened to me. Our Death Valley Death Dog killed a beetle and it, and I kind of left it because I didn't want to deal with it. It's kind of freaking me out a little bit. And the next morning, it was just gone. Of course, I guess that makes sense. There's a lot of things here that we want a nice, big old juicy beetle. Yeah, I was thinking about that. All the lizards and stuff. I've been seeing a lot of big lizards. It's big lizard season. They're gigantic. I, I love it. And, and they're everywhere, too. I love it. Big old lizards and big old bugs. What's Sometimes living out out in a cactus field isn't so bad. No. You get to see all the nature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. It's a lot of cool nature here. I saw this video. Um, it really freaked me out. It was like... Uh, so at first I thought it was like some bug I'd never seen before. Like some bug out in the Philippines or something. It looked like a... It looked like a crazy scorpion. It was like... Like if if a scorpion had oh, wings, oh, what are you talking about? It was like, it was like lashing its tail out. It and was like making these like crazy this. sounds. It, it yeah, it was crazy. It was freaking me out. And it turns out it was just a uh, a uh, stick bug that was, that figured out how to like put itself in a position to look really menacing. What about the spitting one? What about the spitting one? The one that spits acid and melts other bugs. Oh, that's a bigger vigor bigger. Vinegar room. Vinegar room. Yeah. Vinegar room. Yeah. That sounds like a Pokemon. So what they what they spit is acetic acid, which um, is also found in vinegar, and it smells like vinegar. So that's that's why we call it. I don't I don't know where the arun part vinegar. Vinegar. If it was vinegar bug, that would make sense. It's vinegar rooms. They're crazy. Yeah. So I know those actually look like scorpions, and they have like these long, like whippy, like tendrils. And and they look like and, and they have like claws. They like little like little 
lobster claws and they're like black. They look like a tank. And they look like they can fuck you up. Yeah, and like the Cazador flies. They, the they can't. They cannot fuck us up though. No, they the, the vinegarines are completely harmless to humans. They just look like they're not. There's a lot of things that look like, like they'll fuck you up, but they can't. Mm-hmm. Monitor lizards. Wait, I thought no, no. If oh. they bite you though, you're fucked because they have a uh, bacteria in their mouth. Oh yeah, that's right. They can really. Gila monsters just have straight up poison. Yeah, yeah. And they'll chase you. Yeah, yeah. Those guys. Gila monsters are not to be fucked with. When you have rattlesnakes. I come across one rattlesnake since I lived, lived out here. I haven't seen any yet. I heard one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's, you'll hear them. I've only seen one. It was out at a park, and uh, it, I was lucky enough to have seen it like pretty far ahead, so I was able to like observe it, and it was really cool. Like, it wasn't threatening. Out. It did. I did get close enough for it to rattle at me. And raise up? It just rattled. I didn't get too close. Once it started rattling, I was like, okay, buddy, I, you know, Give I'm, you not, I'm not trying to fight you, that's for sure. You'll I win. I won't. What? You'll win. It'll win. It'll win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant I would win. No, you I would won't lose. win against most things, especially you, not a rattlesnake. No, you, you, you would lose. Mm-hmm. Very... Quickly. Very badly. Same if I ever... I'm, I feel the, the same would be true if I ever got attacked by a pack of javelinas. Oh, yeah, they'd run you over. Yeah, they would They would gore me out in, like, a matter of seconds. And eat, eat your Muppet Corp. They would, wait, am I plant-based? No. They would not eat my Muppet corpse. I thought they're omnivores. They're not. They're herbivores. They're not pigs. Really? They're rats? They're... Technically, they're a, uh, a collared peccary. Oh, that's right. Which is a type of rodent, but they're not rats either. Um, and and they are kind of like related, I suppose, to pigs, but they're not pigs. They're they're distinct. It's very interesting, and it, and it always makes me think of like. Uh, are we doing another animals of the desert? This is episode? animal facts. We're doing animal facts. Oh, just straight up animal facts. Well, it could be animals of the desert. It'll be uh, desert facts. But it doesn't have to perfectly for a cactus. But wait, wait, it always makes me think of, um... Hang on. Damn it, I forgot. Never mind. I'm very high. You want to get even more high? I got some coyote weed here that, uh, threw me for a loop earlier today. I was like... Whoa. I was like, oh! Whoa, what the fuck? I turned into one of them. Wow. Yep, 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 yep! Now I turned into one of them. <laughs> Probably need a little water. <coughs> water? You must enter your dependence on water. Oh, God. We could also... Also, there's some... Uh, I feel like there's a lot of untouched nature fact territory for, for Death Valley itself. Like, a lot of the ecosystem we haven't explained. Because, oh, yeah. Because, you know, the fact of the matter is... We touch on what we think people will understand. The Not just things that, that are actually uh, sentient dust clouds, secret vacation police, Death Valley Death Dogs, Death Valley Death Dogs. These are all familiar things. The coyotes that sell, sell us coyote weed. Speaking of which, you can get in on some of that. You know what we haven't talked about in a long time? Oh, that <laughs> the whole dick came out. Yeah. What have, What haven't we talked about? Your favorite sleep aid. Oh, the, uh, the, uh... Horror Thorn Pods. Yeah, I love Horror Thorn Pods. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
We haven't talked about that in forever. I eat seven or eight of them a night now. I stick two, two up John's butt every night. How, how are the dreams you're having? Oh, they're great. I get eviscerated every night. You've heard of lucid dreams, right? Mm-hmm. Those are dreams where you know you're dreaming, so it's, like, really vivid. And you're in control, though. Yeah, and you're in control. Well, did you know about vivid nightmares? No. Um, or lucid nightmares. I mean, this is actually a real thing, by the way. So, this is... For all the lucid dreamers out there, all the aspiring lucid dreamers out there, this is a thing um, that can happen. It's pretty uncommon, but there's some things you, get, you can look out for. This is devolving out. It's okay. We're talking about this. Um, so, a, a lucid dream can turn into a lucid nightmare. The elements of your lucid dream can turn against you. And you can lose control. And you can still be aware that you're in a dream, but not have control and be unable to escape. So one way that this can happen, hang on, let me take a hit of this coyote weed. Experienced lucid dreamers will know what I'm talking about. <coughs> have you had this happen? I didn't, because I didn't do this. But I learned about it, and I'm, and I'm really glad I didn't do this, because it is something that maybe I would have eventually thought to do. But um, one thing that you should never do if you're lucid dreaming is tell one of the subjects of your dream that they're not real. That, that, that it's all a dream, that you're dreaming it up, and it's all just in your head. And they'll freak out? They will absolutely freak out. They'll turn against you, and you'll lose control of the dream, and it'll turn into a lucid nightmare. This is a really common experience among lucid dreamers. Um, there's other common experiences, too, such as, like, um, going from lucid dreaming into out-of-body experiences and not being able to control that because... Like, leave your consciousness? So, like, what can happen, right, is... If you're lucid dreaming, you can become aware <coughs> that that you're dreaming. Okay. And, or, well, you do. You have to become aware that you're yeah, dreaming. Yeah, you are aware you're dreaming a lucid dream. Um, but what can actually happen when you become aware that you're in a dream is uh, several things can happen. One of the most common things is that you just immediately wake up. Mm -hmm. If that doesn't happen... Then sometimes you stay in a lucid dream, and you're able to control it, um, and you have a great time. Uh, but sometimes there's this in-between where you wake up, but you don't get out of the dream. So you're still in sleep paralysis. Oh, I've had this happen to me, but never lucidly. Yes, and when it comes out of a lucid dream, uh, it can induce an out-of-body experience... But if you're trained for lucid dreaming and not out-of-body experiences... Oh, it's got to be disoriented. Yeah, you might not actually be able to control it. And if you're not able to control it, what's happened to some people, a lot of different things has happened to them from this point. But um, if they're like not able to get back into their body, like some of them will like drift apart from it. And what happens 
is, like, if that happens, they, like, all kinds of crazy shit happens. Like what? Like, they lose track of time? Yeah, yeah, like, dimension shifting and shit. Okay, they'll wake up in a new body and... Well, I mean, they'll wake up in their own body eventually, but it'll be after a very harrowing experience. Life and death? A lot of times, most of the time, it's, like, even beyond that. Wow. It's like... Like, spiritual? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Spiritual life and death kind of shit. Like, you don't know if you'll ever get back to your body. And you'll think that it's, like, gonna be in a... Now, when I was doing out-of-body... I fucking... Damn, these this sound effects that we add in are loud. Yeah, they're loud today. Um... This is going. Yeah, our editors really must hate us. Anyway, um... (laughs) But, uh... Fuck, man, that really threw me through a loop. We were talking about lucid dreaming. Out-of-body experiences for you now. The first time... I, that's why I started with first was out of body experiences. I started training with that before lucid dreaming, not for any particular reason, just because I came across training for out of body experiences first. On the internet. <laughs> yeah, on the internet. Um, and uh, I at first because it's so hard to control it at first. Uh-huh. Um, at first I did at one point feel like I might be losing. Touch. Like, yeah, 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 losing control and not be able to get back, because it's like, before you're able to control it, it's like you're swimming through jello or pudding or Is something. Is there, like, a process to it? Yeah, 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 yeah. There's you a process. what? You wanna... And there's a practice. And meditation you, and... And patience and not going too far until you're ready, because if you do, then you can cause some really bad psychic damage. Really? Did you have any of this? No, I was pretty careful with it. I, I ran into... <laughs> Like, a few minor issues where I thought I might be losing control, but then I was able to snap back to it. Whenever I got to that point, I would just immediately, like, clamber back in and be like, alright, well, the practice is done for the night. Did good enough. Don't go back after. Not for a while, anyway. Um, so I totally get how, how that kind of thing can happen. Another thing that I've heard um, is that some people will get stuck above their body. Oh, that's going to be harrowing. And if they're looking down at their body, then that can be really fucked up. The most common thing that people will see at that point, um, there are different things, but most commonly they'll see themselves decay. Oh, dead? Yeah, like they'll see their body like rot and, and, and just, oh, I'm good, just rot away. Um... Some of them will see themselves get possessed, like they'll see something oh, enter their body and their eyes will start glowing a co- some color and they'll see their body do something against their will. So, that sounds horrifying. It can, it, it does. Luckily I never went through any of that kind of stuff. I've had two horrifying sleep experiences that come to mind. Yeah? Um, the first one, uh... You were there the day before. We were playing and doing spiritual stuff. Oh, yeah. This is the one I potentially caused. Yeah. And uh, I had sleep paralysis that night. And I had a sleep paralysis demon on my chest trying to rape me. And I solved the problem by reaching up and biting the fuck out of his neck. Yeah, we had spent that night communing with the dead with cards. And, And aren't you... Pretty sure that's where that came from. Yeah. We like accidentally summoned a sleep paralysis demon. Yes, that's the name of this episode: sleep paralysis, paralysis demon. demon. 
And then another time, a couple weeks later, I was sleeping out in a car because that's what I had to do in the morning because I wasn't allowed to sleep in because of the goats. Yep. So I was out in the car and it was hot. And I wasn't in and I was sleeping and I tried to wake up. And I just kept, kept caught in this cycle of, of waking up and waking up and waking up out of, out of dreams. And it must have been like... I lost tra- track of times and how many times I woke up. But I must have been waking up for 30 minutes. Real life inception. Yeah, but exactly. so much, But so much less cool. So many layers to wake up. We did. I, had, I had to force myself awake. <laughs> have you ever had an experience like that? Uh, yes, I have had to force myself awake. Not for, not for that exact <laughs> reason, but for different reasons. Were you just dreaming of yourself asleep and you're trying to wake up? Yeah. 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 I've had that. It's horrifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't had that, what you're talking about, because that's, like, kind of layered. Like, that really is, like, Inception. Like, you were in a dream within a dream. You had to, like, kick yourself out of each level. I, ha- I, had, to, I had to find the right reality. You, you were, like, 15 levels deep. Yeah, I, I was really asleep. I was on hard. You were on the long earth. Yes. I think that's Terry Pratchett. You're, which is no, like, he, he's this world. He also wrote Long Earth, oh, I'm pretty sure. I'm, and, and somebody else wrote it with him. If I'm remembering correctly, yes. But, uh, anyway, yeah, you were, you were fighting to get back to the right dimension. I've had to do that before, but that's usually drug-induced. This was sleep-induced. Yeah. But it was during, it was during the Spice Days. I think it was right in the middle of, of the K2 Mania. I did have that problem. I had very vivid dreams when I was on K2. I, I, uh, had an out-of-body experience where my body was awake and I was out of my body and I just followed it around. I guess you could count. Yes, that that's. Does that happen to people? That's dissociation to the extreme, and that happens a lot with dextromethorphan. <clears throat> it happened with K two on some of them. I had I had like six solid months of just following my body around. Yeah, that's straight up dissociation, hardcore dissociation. I've had that experience too. Feels like, it's almost like you're following like a fleshy mech, around kind of. like like you're in third person mode. Yeah, but like you have no control what's going on. Yeah, you're in your body's on autopilot. Yeah, autopilot, autopilot, auto. I don't. You you just set it to auto run. I don't even know what happened during that time period. I don't (laughs) think I talked to anybody. I don't think I got on the computer. I think I went to my bed. I did my chores. I went to my bed and I just kind of sat there. There was a lot of nothing. (laughs) Yeah. Zen. (laughs) Kind of. Yeah, I guess so. In a way, yeah. Yeah, forced Zen. One of the. I'd never want to go through that experience again. It was not fun. No, of course not. Do not that's, recommend. That's horrible. One of the worst experiences I ever had, and we might want to close on this unless something comes up for you, um, was the worst uh, bout of insomnia I ever had, which I have pretty severe insomnia to this day, but it used to be worse. And one day, no, not one day, one time... I went, uh, I, I think I got pretty close to, uh, 82 hours without sleep. I went 70 hours once. Yeah, yeah, so you know, you know what happens. Yeah, you started having the voices. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as I heard the voices, I was like, I need to go to bed. I can't, I can't do this. After that. I heard this girl's voice go, hi, Sam. And I, I was like, no. Uh-oh. Oh, Oh, no. Oh, no. no, That's not my name. (laughs) That, so, exactly. After 70 hours, that's 
that's exactly what happened. That's that's how I know. You start you went, having spiritual trips. If you went 70 hours, then you know exactly yeah, what I'm talking about. Everything after 70 hours was the same exact thing, just worse. Like, so... I, I, <laughs> I went home, I, like, I heard the voices, and I just grounded myself, and I was like, I'll be home in an hour, I'll go to sleep then. Who cares that I've been up for three days straight? I just yeah. wanted to see what would happen. I was, like, 16. I, I did not want to just see what happened. I could not sleep. And this wasn't even drugs for me. No, this was... I didn't like, even have access to drugs at this point. The insomnia helped. I just wanted to see what would happen if I stayed up. And that's got me into a better sleep habit. That happening. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it, it didn't scared, happen. It scared I didn't the happen. fuck out of me. It definitely scared the fuck out of me and definitely showed me that I need to be... Like, if I ever get to a certain point, like, if I... If I am over 24 hours without sleep and it still looks like I can't, then it's time to look for help. Yeah, get some drugs. Mm-hmm. Melatonin uh, to start and then and if, work your way up. Yeah. If Hit I, the mental ward if you need to exactly. at, at, at 48. Exactly. I can't sleep 48 hours. Everything's about to go it's very bad. sideways. It's going to go bad. Help. So here's what happened to me. So I, after 70 hours, I kept trying to go back to sleep. But what would happen every time I tried to sleep was I had a night terror. Now, this is the only time in my life I've had a oh. actual, like, night terror as it is understood clinically, which is very different than a nightmare. The difference is that usually there's not, like, any kind of plot. There's no... There's very little logical stuff happening. It's just you're scared, right? It, what's happening is it's less psychological and more physical and you're feeling something so one of the first things that i felt was i i i fell asleep and this this all takes place in less than a minute is it like anxiety so what happens is the first one is um i dream that i'm like a skateboarder mm-hmm. and i have to like do everything right and if i don't then i'm like sort of punished and in a, in, a, in, a, in a cosmic way, every fiber of my being is punished in an electrocution sort of way that might be the best way we could describe it. Okay. But How often did you fuck up? A, a lot. A lot. A lot. And, and when I fucked up, it made me fuck up more. And so at a certain point, it was just constant. So you're just laying on I'm the ground in pain. Yeah, in this constant state of horrible, like existential agony and then I finally come out of it how many hours of sleep that wasn't any it was less than a minute oh my god it's these are micro sleeps that this is all happening in very fitful where sometimes where I would be on the bed and I would wake up on the floor and you would feel like you had been out for hours but no no oh well I felt like I was in a different place for hours but you were getting tortured the whole time yeah the other one that happened was I was in, like, numbers world. It was like everything was a Sudoku. Sodo- uh-huh. that's, that's horrifying. <clears throat> and I had to put it all in the right sequential order or I would be punished in the same way. Couldn't get it right. Could and not get it right. Would the numbers move on you? Everything was fucked up and I was just getting punished over and over again. And I woke up and I was all twisted up in my bed sheets and I was, like, sweating and screaming. And I, and, I, and I wake up and I'm like hearing voices and I'm seeing things. I start getting paranoid. I start thinking that this guy that I haven't seen in years is outside and he's going to kill me and my mom. My mom is not there. 
I'm starting to like think I need to board up the windows. Like th- this is as close as I've ever gotten to like the tweaker meth head shit. It's like how to break them. Yeah. Um, and eventually, eventually, I did finally get to sleep through all of that. Calm and, down. And it went back to normal, but fuck, man. Can I bring the podcast back down a little bit? Yes. So I'm a sleepwalker. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I I've never seen you do that. Yeah, so I sleepwalk a little bit, especially in my own home. And as a 12, 13-year-old demon, I was sleeping one night, and I wake up, and it it feels like suddenly I wake up, and it's morning, and I'm looking around, and there's light coming into the window, and I'm like, why am I in the bathroom? Why am I in the tub? (laughs) Oh, no. That's scary. Yeah, I was like, and I was naked. Oh, no. Yeah, I was like, where are my clothes? What happened? That's so fucking bad. That's so scary. Oh, God. And I'm looking around, and I'm like, and I get up, and I check the hallway, and no one's there, and I run back to my room. I had to have gone, like, a hundred feet, nobody noticed me. What the fuck? That's terrifying. Yeah, no, I was not happy with the experience. Would not recommend. Zero out of ten. I also sleep talk. You know this one. Yeah. It's not really that bad, though. I've seen a lot worse. If you talk to me, I'll have a conversation with you in my sleep. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I've never had that experience. You've never talked to me when I'm sleeping? No. <clears throat> I've heard you talk, but it's usually, like, mumbling. But, yeah, if you talk, talk to me, I'll talk back to you. That's funny as hell. I wish I had known that. I could have had so much fun with that. I've, I've threatened my fiancé. Oh, my God. I've, I've done metaphysics stuff in my sleep, apparently. What? Yeah, she says I have choked her. Like... Bro, you need to get that checked out. And, and I'm a doctor. And I'll sit up and I'll be like, they're watching us. And then I'll lay right back down. Demon doctor, <laughs> now. <laughs> I think we should probably end on that, that, on, that on that note. Yeah, so, yeah. This, this episode is sponsored by Ambien. Yeah, Ambien and... Um, Fairflu. And Nyquil, and Dayquil. You should take Ambien, and then drive your car into town. Take the Ambien into town. Run over those kids, they're right in your way. You don't even know. They look like mushrooms right now. You could hit that dog, you could fight that cop, Ambien!